Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. I'm so excited about today's guest. She's a best-selling author, book publisher, TEDx speaker, and an international author success coach who helps coaches, trainers, speakers, and experts to build a super profitable author funnel with the help of their book. This is so needed in our industry right now. She founded Author Success Academy to help aspiring authors finally finish their book because it's not easy, people. It takes a lot of dedication and a lot of focus. And she gets the book professionally published, market it into a bestseller, and use that position to grow your business. So far, she's helped over 500 authors in 35 countries through her global publishing agency. It's called happy self publishing. And I love that because it should be like a really happy thing when you're publishing a book, but it actually can be very stressful when she isn't working. She is a mom of two kids. She loves to dance me too, girl run and plan her next solo trip. And she's a passionate advocate of educational rights. Jenista, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Angela. This is amazing. I'm so excited. Y'all, she is joining us all the way from India. And we were, I was just telling her about some of the most beautiful events that we've gotten to do with some of our clients and how much fun their community is. And so before we hop off and really jump into the guts of talking about publishing and finishing those things that are so hard to sit down and finish. I would love for you to share a little bit about your background and your story and what really drove you to want to help people self-publish books and prepare to give speeches. Sure. So my journey as an entrepreneur began 10 years ago. I was working in a retail store. Uh, I was managing a cluster of stores, but after a point that job was kind of getting a little boring. So I quit that job and I started my first business, which was into staff recruitment. That went on well for a couple of years. And then I became a mom and my life completely changed. And I realized at that time that I need to spend more time at home. So it would be amazing if I can find a business that will let me work from home. And if it can also give me the flexibility of time, that would be amazing. So I started Googling how to make money online. And I came across this opportunity of self-publishing books on Amazon. Back then, this was about um, seven years ago. That was a very new concept. And a lot of people in the US and Canada were teaching about this whole uh, industry of publishing books on through Kindle. And I was really excited about it. And I learned the stuff, the mechanics of how it works, but I 
did not consider myself to be a great writer back then so i just would find writers who are professional ghost writers give them a nice topic they would write books and give it to me and i would publish it under, under different pen names so that's how i started my journey of self publishing after that business became pretty successful i actually shut down my other business and started to focus on this and during that time i was also feeling the urge to share my story through my book and i wrote job escape plan this was 5 years back and after that book came out people started noticing my work till then i was silently working from home doing my things but then after the book came out people started looking up to me as an expert they wanted to ask my story and that was a very fulfilling experience when especially when readers would read the book and write back saying that it has given them the confidence to quit their job which they didn't like i would really feel happy so i felt that wow this is more gratifying than all the ghost written books which i was not able to really connect with so that's when i thought why not help real authors who have a message who have a story and luckily i had already set up a team of editors and cover designers and all of these people who are needed to publish a book well so i put them all together and called it happy self publishing and i started my publishing business especially for entrepreneurs who have a message and they just didn't know how to put it together as a book so that's what we've been doing for the last 5 years angela and i'm so glad that we've helped more than 500 authors from 35 countries so far that's incredible okay so job escape plan right how right. did you come up with that title <laughs> that's a nice exercise so i just um, i was actually learning from a lot of book coaches back then and a lot of them said that your title needs to be short you cannot have a big phrase a long sentence so i try to limit it to less than 3 words so i made a lot of different options and then i i created an online poll and a lot of people voted and this title got the highest number of votes so that's how i finalized on that i love that so y'all if you just ask your audience what they want and what they want to learn about or what they want to escape from it's really magical because people actually tell you isn't it cool exactly <laughs> and then it's like you're actually tailoring a message to people that actually want to know how to do something because i know i've had a, a few not so great ideas and my business coach or consultant at the time because i work with someone new every single year and they're like well have you pulled the audience have you had a beta group have you asked people like just because you think it's a good idea doesn't mean it's a good idea right and i'm like oh shoot and i have really i call it opportunities but i've really learned the hard way and and lost dollars and revenue from not asking the audience right so you said you've helped over 500 people in which is incredible Is there a certain industry or a certain subject or I know you said entrepreneurs but I mean there's so many entrepreneurs out there is there one or two subjects that you guys specialize in or industries that you specialize in Yeah right now we specialize in business and self help books and I know they are broad genres but we love that variety that our clients bring in like one book is about productivity and the other book is about parenting and something else is about um some uh technology stuff but 
usually it's in the space where the author is the expert we used to do all kinds of books before children's books historical novels and thrillers and mysteries we used to do everything but then we realized that if we are able to bring our focus to one genre we would be able to do a better job and that's when my uh, business coach asked me to go through this exercise of picking my ideal client and when i did that activity i realized that i love working with entrepreneurs especially if they are service based entrepreneurs like me who have been running something successfully but they want to take it to the next level they are hitting that glass ceiling and they want to break through they want to get that credibility of being the expert by writing a book and those are the people now whom we are intentionally now focusing on that's awesome and there's so many <laughs> it's like right. It, 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 and I know what exercise you're talking about because we, we've gone through that too. And we redo it every year and it's like, we get more focused and more focused and there is so much business to actually go around if you just focus. So that Absolutely. is an incredible, incredible tip. So for many people watching or listening, I'm sure they want to know. Do you think that in order to get a TED talk or a TEDx talk, do you need to have some type of a book, whether it is, and, and I know a lot of people, I know even myself, it's like, it's so daunting to like go out there and shop publishers and like get a big book deal. But what I'm hearing is like, you really don't need that. Like you can hire someone like you from your company and help them put these things together. So do you feel like people really need that if they're going to apply to be a TEDx speaker? Sure. I can talk from my experience, Angela. I've been on two TEDx stages and what I uh, experienced was this. For many years, I was just waiting, uh, waiting for an, a TEDx opportunity to land at my doorstep, but that never happened. I was thinking that one day when I become famous, I'm going to get all these opportunities. Then I felt that uh, maybe that will happen eventually in future. But for now, if I can actually take some action proactively, I may get that opportunity. So I went to TED.com's TED website and I made a list of all the upcoming events in my area. And I reached out to all the curators of those events. And my email pitch was identical with just a little bit of customization. So I basically had three points in my email. The first one was the idea that I wanted to share. So I made sure that the idea was relevant to the theme of that event because most TEDx events will be focused on one particular theme. So I'm sure we all can speak on 10 different things. So we need to just find out if it matches with that theme and pitch that particular idea. And the second thing that I told them was that I'm also a speaker and I gave them a couple of links from my YouTube channel so that they can actually watch me speak live and it can give them the confidence that I will also do a good job on their stage. And the third thing was my book. I mentioned that I'm, by the way, I'm the author of this book. It's got so many reviews on Amazon. It's been a bestseller, so go check it out. And I felt that the deal closer was the book because that's like an added advantage if they are inviting 10 people to speak at that event, not everybody is going to be an author and they like to have a couple of authors um, for, I think, just to build a little bit of credibility there. So I'm not saying that every TEDx speaker has to be an author, but if you have a book, it makes it a lot easier. Absolutely. So share with us, like, I'm even interested to know about getting a self-published book on Amazon. Like, 
how exactly does it work? Um, I, we did a book trailer, like I directed and, and helped edit and like do a sound design for like a, a self-published book. And the author wanted a book trailer and like a landing page, like a little mini website to talk about the book, sell the book, get reviews. And I, I wasn't on that side of getting it on Amazon and Amazon printing it and sending it out like on your behalf. And, and I, I would love for you to share, like, how does all that work with Amazon? Cause I think a lot of people, they think, oh, I have to go and like figure out where to print the book and where to get the cover. And I know that you have a team that does all of that, but talk us through, like, does your team handle like getting it all on Amazon and like, how does that even work? Sure. So a lot of authors who are doing it for the first time are overwhelmed thinking that, oh my God, there are some hundred different moving parts and how am I going to figure this out? But I, I, I would say thanks to technology, thanks to platforms like Amazon, self-published authors have, uh, you know, for, for us, it's become really easy now. So I think about 10 or 11 years ago, Amazon introduced the Kindle uh, platform. And then along with that came KDP, which is Kindle Direct Publishing, where anybody from any part of the world could upload their manuscript and within by just the click of a button, you become an author. So that kind of made it a level playing field. Now anybody can become an author. However, because of that freedom, we started getting a lot of low quality books as well. If I go back and look at the ghostwritten books that I published, I'm not proud of most of them because nobody did a quality check. It was just uploaded, right? But soon readers became smart and they started leaving those nasty one-star reviews. And I think that's a good thing because now authors are pretty uh, conscious that they need to put out good quality books. So if you, if you are an author who has a, an important message or story to share, then I think it's your duty to publish it and help out others through your book. However, it doesn't mean you need to do everything yourself. I think the most important thing that the author needs to come up with is the content, the idea that they want to share in the book, all the stories and uh, strategies or whatever you want to share. That's you know the goal that you're going to uh, contribute. But other than that, everything else can be done by others. So I think an author needs to evaluate what are their strengths and do only those things. If you're great at writing, then please do the writing by all means. But if that's not your strength, if you're dyslexic or you don't have the time, you can also work with not ghost writers, but angel writers who can interview you and take your content and write it for you. Now, once the manuscript is written either by you or a professional uh, angel writer, then I think there are three important things, Angela. An author can do several things, but the three foundational things that need to be done well are the cover, the editing, and the book's interior design. So if you can work with freelancers or people whom you know who can do a great job or agencies like us who have a team in place, then just get these three things done well. So you have all the final files with you, the cover interior design file, the cover file, and all of that then it's really simple. It's as simple as creating a Facebook account. You just go and create a KDP account, which is in your name. Now, this is really important. I'm stressing on this because a lot of authors give it, give this task to somebody else, like 
a hybrid publishing company who published the book under their account. Now, if you do that, then you're technically not self-publishing because you will not know how many books you're selling. You will not know what money you're making. You need to just trust whoever is giving you the check at the end of the year. But if you consciously choose to self-publish, then have the book in your own account so that you can just log into the dashboard anytime and check what's happening. And once you do that, then all you need to do is fill out the details of the book's title, subtitle, upload the files, choose the pricing, choose the territories where you want to distribute the book and hit the publish button. Now, the good thing about Amazon is you can publish the ebook as well as the paperback and the audiobook on your own. And as you rightly mentioned, Angela, a lot of authors have this apprehension that they need to spend a lot of money in printing and stocking and shipping. You don't have to do any of that. You just have to upload the file that your formatter gives you. Amazon has this print on demand option, which means every single time somebody buys the book, they would print and ship it to the, ship it to your reader and they would deduct the printing and shipping cost and send you the royalty. So it's very, very convenient. And I think every author should have their book in multiple formats because nowadays, uh, uh, the audiobook sales have increased. People are going back to the paperback. So, just because you're self publishing, it doesn't mean you should just have your ebook, have it in multiple formats. So, when you say audio, does that mean um, that the book would go on Audible? Exactly. Yeah. So, again, there are two mm -hmm. ways you can do this. I highly recommend that authors record their own audiobook using their own voice. And you don't need any fancy equipment. I think a nice microphone uh, and a software to record on your computer with a silent background is good enough. Amazon does, Audible does give their guidelines to record. So you can just follow that and record the book chapter by chapter and upload the files through Audible. Now, some authors, especially who don't live in, um, English speaking countries. Like when I wanted to publish my book back then I, was, I had zero confidence to record my audiobook. So I hired a narrator from the United States and she did a fantastic job of narrating my book. So you can have that as the second option if you don't want to narrate it yourself because of accents or whatever. So that's also an option, but the first choice should be to do it yourself. Just give it to an audio editor who could just remove the uhs and ahs and other uh, background noise if there is but otherwise it's pretty simple you just need to upload your files and audible takes a few days to review the uh, book and then you have it online so your company does walks people through like how did how to structure the content and how to do do all of this but when it comes to marketing the book and selling the book and telling the world about the book, is that something that you all help with or is that a separate team or a separate company? Right, so we have certain things which we do really well and we do that for our clients and we have some partners who take care of a lot of other marketing and PR related stuff and we recommend our clients to go to them. So I believe Angela that book marketing is not a one-time task, it's an ongoing process. But we need to pay special attention towards the launch because that's when you want to launch with a bang. You want the whole world to know that you're a published author. And during the weeks of the launch, you also want to target the bestseller rank. So that's what we specialize in. So we help our authors to become number one inside Amazon under multiple categories. And it really helps in building credibility as well as give more visibility for this newly launched book. 
but that's not the uh, end of the whole thing you also need to constantly be uh, promoting the book so we recommend authors to go on podcasts like these and talk to the uh, talk to other people's audience who could be interested in your book you could be uh, running amazon ads so that when somebody is searching for a keyword that's relevant to your book your book shows right next to the book that's already a bestseller so those are some ongoing strategies but launch marketing is super important though our team will execute a lot of things we do need the author's help as well like building the launch team getting the initial reviews so we guide them on how to build the launch team how to make the announcement we do provide all the support but i think it's a partnership right so authors need to be equally involved in the process and if they are willing to spend their time and effort in uh, doing this then the book will definitely be a success i think that there's there's a big misconception sometimes where somewhere and we've helped clients in the past before they're like okay i have this new book but it's not selling. And I'm like, well, what's your strategy to sell it? And who are you telling? And who's your target market? And who's your audience? And are you running ads? And are you going on podcasts? And are you speaking? And do I mean, you can use it as a lead magnet. You can give the first chapter away for free. Like there's all these marketing things, right? but some people that they, they don't know that, okay, like step one is getting all the content together and getting an editor and, and it takes time people like you can't just think that you're finished and then, okay, the work's done. <laughs> like you said, it's like an ongoing thing. And so from the time that someone has an idea and says, okay, I have really great, great, great content. It can help so many people from the time that they work with your team to actually launching it. What is a realistic timeline? six months would be realistic and ideal. We can do it faster, but then the quality would suffer. So I think a book project is for a lot of people, it's a once in a lifetime project, mm -hmm. right? Uh, not everybody is going to become a serial author who will write one book every year. Some people end up doing that, but for most of them, it's like their dream that they've been having for many years. And for a lot of them, it also supports their business. The book is like, your tool to attract the right clients, to uh, amplify your message and uh, grow your business. So why would you want to take a shortcut and write a book over the weekend? There are people who actually claim to be doing that, but it, it may be possible, but there is a huge difference in the quality. So if the book has to represent your personal brand, then take three months to get the manuscript written, because what I recommend is at least 30,000 words. There are people who would write 10,000 words and publish their book. And Luckily, Amazon is still going to accept your book, but then it's going to look like a booklet. When you actually physically give it to somebody, it's not going to look like a book. So I'm not uh, asking people to write 100,000 words because nobody has the time to read those kind of books anymore. But 30,000 to kind of 50,000 is ideal, and that can easily get translated to a nice 200-page book. So to write something like that, either yourself or using your angel writer, it would take two and a half to three months. That's ideal if you're able to fo you know, focus or at least uh, give one hour of time every day. That's all it takes. But that one hour of time, that discipline is really, really important. That's the holy hour an author should actually mark on their calendar and schedule it so that they, they are able to give that time. Once the manuscript is written, then to do all the other stuff related to publishing and marketing, it's ideal to have another three months. Yeah, I mean, 
whenever we do launch parties or launch plans, I'm like 90 days, like (laughs) bare minimum, like 90 days. People think that, oh, we can just, we have this idea and we can do it in 30 days. And I'm like, no, exactly. Like the quality would not be there. And then the results and the outcome would not be the same. So I'm like, let's really think through this because you're putting time and money and investing and effort and let's do it the right way. Like, let's not rush into it. So I'm so glad to hear you say that. So for people that want to get started, who aren't good writers, like you mentioned ghost writers and, and people that can interview people. So is it better to like sit down, open a Google doc? So it's backed up in the cloud and you don't have to hit save a hundred times an hour um, to just start putting their ideas down on paper, or is it better to hire someone who can interview you and talk through your ideas and your content? Like are both good or is one better than the other? It totally depends on the author and what are their strengths and, uh, what are they good at? So, but the foundational steps are the same, Angela. So the outlining, choosing the right topic and outlining the book is like the foundation. So we cannot skip that step. Otherwise it, it's, it's not going to finish even after six years. So uh, six months is like too short a timeline if we don't have the clarity of the book's outline. So whether the author writes the book themselves or takes the help of a book coach, now this is a good option as well. If you've been writing on your own and you're struggling and not finishing the manuscript, but you want to write on your own, you don't want to give it to another writer, then working with a book coach is also a great option. It's just like a business coach. They would meet you every week and see what you've done, understand where you're getting stuck, give you the tools and strategies to overcome that give you some tasks, and then they will review your progress the next week. So that's also a good process. So once you have that outline in place, then you need to decide if you enjoy writing the book on your own, and if you can give that time to do it. If you can, that should be the first option, because it's a wonderful and a fulfilling experience to write the book on your own. But after having tried that, say, for a few months, and you're just not able to finish a couple of chapters, then probably you have other challenges. It could be in writing. Like my husband is dyslexic. So he wanted to write a book for years. He's a relationship coach. But finally, I said that this is not going to happen if you try on your own, because he's not confident about his own writing skills. So I interviewed him. And that's how I actually discovered this process. I interviewed him over a span of 10 days. So every day we would cover one chapter. I recorded all of that. And after we did the recordings, I then went back and listened to each of those chapters and wrote it for him. And after that book came out, his business went to the next level because now he had a physical proof of his expertise, which was the book, right? Till then, he was himself not so confident about how good he was. But when he held that book for the first time in his hand, he got the confidence to attract better clients, charge more and make a bigger impact. So coming back to the writing. So if you have a a challenge of time, or if you're not able to have the skill of writing, then it's, I don't think you should waste your time trying to do it on your own. In that scenario, it's great to have an angel writer do this for you. Yeah. And one thing I'll say is when I sat down to do one of my first books, which our very first one, my video coach actually took all of our videos. And then at the end of the year, gave it to an editor 
and then she put it like in a tips book format. But Mm -hmm. what I learned is that I am way too close to my information sometimes. And then to, even though it's to my target audience, I'm not always speaking their language because they don't know what they don't know. And so she would come back and ask me questions. And sometimes I would feel like a little frustrated. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know. And then (laughs) I had to reframe and understand, like, I'm so thankful that she was asking me all of these clarifying questions because I've learned like when you're clear, clarity is speed, you get speed when you're clear. And a lot of us, because we're in our own heads or we're not giving the full story or we're not explaining it correctly so that someone who doesn't have this information can actually consume the information and then actually learn from it and get a result from it. And so Mm. I really had to take a step back and say, oh my gosh, like, you're right. What the hell does some of this stuff mean? It's almost like when I worked in healthcare, like there was this big book and it's like ICD nine codes when you're like coding bills to send off to insurance companies Mm -hmm. to get them to pay the health bill. And it's almost like a completely different language. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're speaking English, but I'm like, I don't, I, I hear you and I'm listening, but I don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's really, really important to take the guidance from someone who's trying to help you. Cause I know some of my friends who have been authors and they come back and they say, well, the publisher is trying to change this and this and this and this. And it's like, they're not, tr- they want you to be successful. So they're not trying to hurt the story or, or hurt your manuscript. Like they really actually care and they're trying to help you. So I had to learn, like, don't be defensive and really take their guidance because they know what they're doing. Like they do this all the time. So what is it? Sorry. I was just saying that this also happens uh, when a client comes to us with a fully written manuscript. And then we immediately get started with the editing process and we have a four stage editing process. So the first warning we give them is please be open to feedback. We are doing it for your benefit. So we have your best interest in mind. So please be open to it. You are the expert, no doubt about that, but we just want to make sure that the book is better for the reader. So, so, and a lot of authors understand that and that's why they are willing to invest in an editor. So all these people, be it the writer or the coach or the editor are all trying to make the manuscript a few notches better. So most authors get it. So it's important to just have that open mindset. So what are like the top mistakes that people, when they come to you and you're like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> like, are there three top mistakes that you like consistently see in people? Oh, there are many, many, but let me just try to restrict it to three. I think the first one is uh, the topic of the book itself. Uh, As you rightly mentioned, when you go to a traditional publishing house, they are going to be brutal. They're going to tell you honestly what will work and what won't. And that's why they reject 99% of the manuscripts. But since you are self-publishing your book, A lot of authors feel that they can just write anything and nobody is going to stop them, right? So what we do is we also don't reject manuscripts because it's the author who's going to self-publish it. But we give this advice anyways, because we also want uh, to support this book. So one mistake that I see, the first one is authors focus on sharing their story. They try to write the book as a biography about their life. 
right? Because they've had some great experiences and they really want to share it. So they make it about themselves. But here is the problem. Unless you are a celebrity, nobody wants to know anything about your life, right? They don't really care. But if you just uh, switch that and actually flip it and position it in a way that can be of help uh, to the reader, right? For example, a person could have gone through a very tough journey of battling cancer. But if you just make your story, people may not really understand the value behind it. But if you talk about the strategies that you used, the healing techniques that you used to overcome this thing, then probably people who are either going through that journey or have relatives and family who are going through it will definitely feel like buying it. Because now you're actually providing a solution to their urgent problem that they have. So I think it's great to share your stories, but don't make the book about yourself. Don't write a memoir or autobiography unless you're already famous. Make it like a book that can help your readers. So think in the from the point of view of the reader. So that's the first mistake. People want to just write about themselves. Uh, the second mistake I would say is authors feel that since they are self-publishing, they need to do everything themselves. So self-publishing is not doing everything yourself. Uh, it, it's absolutely okay to seek professional help in areas where you don't want to be spending your time. You would rather focus on giving interviews about your book because nobody else can do that better than you because you others can't talk about your book. You need to talk about it. So for those kind of things, spend your time. But things like scheduling your promotions on different websites can be just done by a VA. So don't try to do it yourself. So that's my second recommendation, be it editing, cover design, all the important processes, don't do it yourself. Uh, the third mistake that I would say is people don't focus on the marketing. They think if I just put it up on Amazon, magically everybody would find the book and it would just sell on its own. But I think as an author, it's our responsibility to constantly talk about our book. People also feel that I'm very shy. I don't, I'm not that great at marketing myself. I'm very modest. So how can I keep talking about my book? But I feel that if you have this powerful message and that urge to share it with the world, then you would forget about yourself and you would think about how can this message reach a lot of people. And since that is the focus, you will be okay to market the book. So I think these are some of the common mistakes people make. And I could not agree more. <laughs> like, I do think that you're so right where people are like self-publishing, DIY, do it all myself. And I'm like, no, there's real people out there that do this for a living that can help guide <laughs> you. So, and, and also something that you said earlier was just thinking through the whole process. And like, even if, even if you're not great, it's something like you said, your husband is dyslexic, but he has an amazing message, like reach out and ask for help. Like it's okay to ask for help. And one thing that, that I see a lot of people that they don't think about, which is something that you talk about is putting together an author funnel, like building an author funnel. So I'd I would love for you to share with our listeners and our viewers, like what exactly is an author funnel? Like, what does that mean? Sure. So an author funnel is a step-by-step -step journey that your reader takes where at every step they get more and more value. So this journey starts with the book. So right on top of the funnel, if you can just imagine it as a funnel, like an inverted triangle, right on top is the book. A lot of people would read the book. The next step, the next ideal step that the author should plan 
is the free value level because after reading the book people would want to continue the conversation with the author they would want to know more about what else does the author offer so it could be your podcast it could be your videos on youtube it could be your blog so that's the free value level where your content doesn't stop with the book you have more free content for your readers after a point of time few of the followers who are serious action takers would look for ways to pay you so that they can actually get some immediate results so this could be an online course so this level is the paid value level where it's not too expensive something maybe in the price point of $97 to $497 it could be a course it could be a membership something that's more structured and can actually give some immediate results for these action takers and then finally comes the premium value now this is not for everybody but a few people out of these people who've signed up for something of lower value will want more access um they would want more connection with the author so it could be one on one coaching or group coaching or your professional speaking or done for you services so these are these busy professionals who want bigger results and they don't mind paying that premium to the author to get access to all of that so ideally these are the four layers in the author funnel and this this needs to be planned in such a way that your readers actually move up the ladder and they actually get reach this premium value level now there is this one hidden step here which a lot of authors don't do and that's why the book and the business don't have a connection and this secret step is a gift that you're going to plant inside your book otherwise what happens is people would read your book and then they get busy with something else they watch the next movie on netflix and they forget about your book but we need to bring them from the book to your universe and only then they will discover your course or your youtube or whatever so for that you need to have the contact information of your readers and amazon does not give you that even if you sell a million copies you won't know who your readers are so it's the author's responsibility to have a lead magnet inside the book you can call it the reader magnet or anything of that sort and just make it a value upgrade and it could be um like an assessment tool it could be a uh, an action guide something that's like an easy pdf for them to download it could even be a three part video series something that is related to the book and can add more value like if your book is on recipes you can offer a shopping list for free something like that but please have that free bonus inside your book only then it will be easy for you to take your reader into your universe yes own your own audience people <laughs> like i listened to a ton of audiobooks on audible and Same. throughout multiple chapters i will hear the either the author or the narrator saying like go to this website it's a url and yeah. typically when you go to that url i have to put my name and my email or my phone number in there to join a text community or an email list and that right. way they're getting my information and it's like yes i want to be on their list because i enjoy the book i'm learning mm. from it i want more and i i agree with you like there's a lot of books i listen to and i'm like okay what how do you know who i am and what i need like you're not asking for that information so that's a huge misstep that that i just see as a consumer like consuming and listening to all of these audiobooks so that True. that's a a huge 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 mistake i think that a lot of people do make So you actually have a an author success boot camp. So I'd love for you to tell everyone about that and how can they become part of that. 
Sure, Angela. So as I was telling that the initial steps are the most important, you know, to build the right foundation, choose the right topic, understand your why behind the book, uh, create the outline for the book and all those important things like how do you become a bestseller? So it's important to have those important um, knowledge before you actually even start writing the book. So that's why I created Author Success Bootcamp. Uh, which happens inside my Facebook group called Happy Authors Tribe. So our listeners and viewers can check out happyselfpublishing.com slash tribe. It would take them to Happy Authors Tribe and you will get to know as soon as the next bootcamp is announced. It's a five-day bootcamp. It happens live. You can come live, watch me, ask me all your questions and I'll be super happy to help you. That's awesome. And if people want to connect with you, do you have a favorite platform or what is the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, I think Instagram would be great. You can find us at Happy Self Pub. Uh, you can follow all the good stuff that we post there and also send us a DM. That's awesome. This has been so helpful. I wish 10 years ago when I first started like putting out self-published lead magnets and books that <laughs> I would have talked to you or met you because I learned a lot and, and I'm still learning because things are changing and new opportunities right. and new technologies because doing this on Amazon, when I first started, it didn't exist. And so right. it's like a whole amazing world that makes it so much easier for us to get our message out there. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Angela. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Awesome. And everybody that's listening or watching, thank you so much for your time. And I will see you next week on another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.